Welcome to the Woman Unleashed podcast. I am your host and coach, Kelly Kristen, and my mission is to have every woman know her worth, speak her truth, and unleash the fierce feminine power within to live life in full expression. If you are wanting to experience more joy, pleasure, deeper connection to your femininity, sensuality, and spirituality, you are in the right place. This podcast will give you the tools and guidance you need to transform yourself and life from the inside out. I am so happy to have you here. Now, get ready to unleash. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so, so happy that you are here with me today. And this topic, well, one, I am very, very excited to talk to you about this because it is massively important. And when it comes to toxic relationships and why we stay in them for far too long and put up with much less than we know that we deserve and try so hard to work it out and do all of these things. This is such a massive topic and I'm passionate about it because learning these things and seeing how it played out in my life allowed me to forgive myself. And when it comes to staying in a relationship that you really know isn't good for you, I think that can be one of the hardest parts, right? And I think any of you out there that are even currently still in a toxic relationship, this is going to help. Or if you are in the healing process, right, in that time period of leaving and figuring out like, what the fuck actually just happened? How how was this my life? Whew, I know that feeling. And I want to give you the actual things that are going on in your mind, body, nervous system that are all connected into the reasons why you stay in toxic relationships and how these things work. Because it's important. It's important that you understand this. It's important that you see how it plays out in your life. Because not only does it allow you to forgive yourself, but understanding how these things work awareness is that first step to change, right? Becoming aware of what is actually happening and you can see how it's played out in the past and then you don't have to repeat, right? That is the goal to not repeat. So today we are talking all about three major reasons that you might not be aware of that are causing you to stay in a toxic relationship. And those things are trauma bonds, cognitive dissonance and your inner child trying to fix or repair unresolved trauma from your early childhood relationships. I'm going to dive into all of this and particularly how they kind of all interlace together because as they are sort of all separate phenomenons when they exist together at varying degrees and this is like a recipe for why you stay in toxic relationships so when it comes to trauma bonds trauma bonds basically are you bonding with another person 
over trauma. Now, that doesn't mean bonding over, um, you know, you both had a hard upbringing and you bond over your similar traumas. It's actually bonding through trauma that's caused in the relationship. So the trauma bond cycle looks something like this. You guys are good. Everything's all happy. Everything's great. Then it kind of starts to get a little, uh, maybe not so great. Then something very bad happens, uh, abuse, a blow up, something like that. The event happens. After the event, there's some sort of reconciliation. And then it's kind of back in that cycle where now after you reconcile, you go through a time period where it's good again. And then boom, starts to kind of get not so great. And then there's an event and then reconciliation and then you're good again. This is the cycle of abuse. Now, how trauma bonds actually work, and this is important here, is that there is things going on inside of your body during this process that are very important to understand, okay? So it's not just that that's the cycle. It's that your nervous system is are, is also going through this cycle, okay? Your nervous system is connected to all of your hormones and all of these things. So something you guys are connected right like let's say you first meet somebody you're connected a lot of times people that are eventually abusive the relationship starts out really good right there's a lot of love bombing or just lots of love excitement in the first part of a relationship when you feel like that chemistry all of the things going on right you feel that um connection that connection leads to oxytocin going off in your body yeah oxytocin is known as the love hormone it's that thing that makes you feel really really good like you really love this person and it's that beautiful like release of like the intoxicating feeling that is oxytocin so that's going off so you have oxytocin established with this person connected to them then something happens that oxytocin goes away and you are initially shot up with cortisol. Cortisol shoots up, which is the stress hormone, right? You know this, like if you have been in periods of, you know, bad things happening in your relationship, your cortisol is super, super high. Your oxytocin goes down. Then what happens is that you now reconcile and you reconcile with that same person that caused the cortisol spike. So now when you're reconciling and you're feeling that relief now, right? You're feeling that relief, that bonding with this person who was the person that just caused you the pain, that just caused you the harm, the harm. But now you're feeling this bonding feeling. Now your oxytocin is going up again and you're more connected and that feels good. This is all kind of happening underneath this cycle, right? So, and I want you to understand how powerful oxytocin is. Oxytocin is the thing that goes off after women give birth. And I personally haven't given birth, but I hear it's a very, very painful, painful experience. You give birth and then the baby comes out, you put that baby on your chest and massive amounts of oxytocin is released in you when that happens. It takes all of that pain away. You don't really feel your body anymore. You just feel that connection, that feeling that mothers describe of like overwhelming amounts of love. Like this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life, this little baby, right? That's because of oxytocin. So it is a very, very strong hormone. So you have this almost like a addiction 
happening inside of this. And that is bonding you to this other person. And that is essentially what a trauma bond is. And that is what is happening inside of your brain. So because that person that caused the harm is the same person that you're getting the oxytocin from, you can see how that is a problem. And it is so very powerful that that is really what pulls you to feel almost that addiction inside of your relationships, right? Like if you've ever felt um, that, that feeling of like, I just can't quit this person. I know they're so bad for me or I know this or I know that, but I want them so bad. And you just feel like you are literally addicted to this person. Like I remember thinking it would be easier if this guy died, not that I was trying to kill him or anything, <laughs> because <laughs> because I wasn't um I don't wow I just thought that was way too funny but anyway <laughs> I thought it would be easier if he were to just be dead than for me to leave that is so incredibly irrational but that is the power of those hormones that is that level of addiction right and I've said this before that telling somebody to just leave a toxic relationship is like telling an alcoholic to just not drink alcohol like obviously duh thank you but there's other underlying factors right then another layer to this so you have that like just pull of the oxytocin and all the hormones and then you have something called cognitive dissonance and at its core cognitive dissonance is a mismatch of your value system, your personal values, your personal beliefs, and the actual behavior that you are doing in your life. So you probably are somebody that believes that abuse is wrong, right? Like you believe that if you're in a relationship with somebody that maybe you should be nice and caring and all of these things, yet you stay in this relationship and then like, oh, well, you know, you can't choose who you love or it's not bad all of the time. That is cognitive dissonance. Your behavior is not matching your beliefs. Your behavior is not matching your values. Now, cognitive dissonance is something that we experience in all different aspects of our life, right? Not just in relationships, but in relationships, it can be particularly damaging because essentially what you're doing is you create this false reality that you live in rather than looking at the truth. As humans, we do this because of an internal shame struggle. If you were to, in black and white, just look at what's going on and you are actively acting against your own belief system, your own value system, these things are subconscious you're acting against that, it's shame inducing. And the more shame that you feel, the more that you do it because you try to just cling to this false reality more and more and more. So that is that um, it, when it's good, it's so good. You know, it's not bad all of the time. And you can justify and rationalize away all of the hard times because you are living in this place of cognitive dissonance. And so I want you to see how this really plays in so nicely to that trauma bond and what's happening inside of your brain, right? Because really the the swings that you feel, those very emotional lows and the emotional highs that you feel within that trauma bonding and cycle of abuse, 
you're clinging to those emotional highs, right? And we can create like this fantasy of being in the emotional highs. And then you actually are getting those reinforced from time to time. Now, during a relationship, it can be like that cycle can drawn out to be longer and longer where the bad is getting much more bad and the good is getting much less. But neither that's neither here nor there because it's it's really that intermittent reinforcement of that emotional high that keeps you there because it's like you again, you're like that junkie that's really looking for that next emotional high. And that is what keeps you holding on. Now, beyond that, what is also at play within all of this is, of course, your inner childhood wounding. Yay, yay for our childhood wounds. They're always sneaking up out there until you deal with them, right? And this is a really interesting thing that happens. And basically, we get into relationships and the more that I have studied relationships, learned about relationships, been in relationships in my own life, I can just tell you how true this is, that this is where all of your childhood wounding plays out. And until you are doing the work to really heal those childhood wounds and become your own person and step into that, it's going to continue to play out. And You've probably heard me say before, you know, a lot of times that when we are initially attracted to somebody, when we feel like we have a lot of chemistry with somebody, that is really based on subconscious familiarity with that person. It's your subconscious saying, hey, this person actually reminds me of dad or this person reminds me of mom or whoever it was that raised you, whoever was really those early childhood relationships. And I'm talking from age like zero to seven. Again, when your subconscious is wide open, you when you feel that chemistry with somebody, it's probably because they remind you subconsciously that of that of of one of those relationships. Now, this is not necessarily a good thing because if you had a somewhat tumultuous childhood or a childhood filled with a lot of neglect or a childhood where you didn't get your needs met, all of these things, your subconscious is like, oh, we like this person. This feels safe. This feels nice. We have lots of chemistry. That is literally just because your brain considers whatever is normal for you, whatever you know that is considered predictable, that is considered safe in your brain. So chemistry is not necessarily a good thing unless you've really, really worked out those childhood wounds. If you have not worked those out, and let's say, again, you're in that relationship where you feel like uh, you really feel that pull that has to be that person they have to want you so bad like it has to be them that is really your inner child that's not even you I don't care how old you are but if you have not done this work you have a seven-year-old running the show for you and your six-year-old your seven-year-old is saying if I can get this person to want me I'll be fixed everything will be good because even though my dad didn't really want me and he didn't give me the intention I needed, he didn't give me the love I needed, he didn't support me emotionally, if I can get this person to choose me and to want me, then everything is going to be all okay. I will be fixed. I will be healed. Now, that doesn't even sound like it makes sense, right? I mean, really, it doesn't sound like that makes much sense at all because consciously it doesn't. Consciously, you don't think that your six-year-old is in there running the show. But if you have not done the work, I can guarantee you that 
she is. And she gets into relationships to basically try to fix those early childhood relationships, to resolve that unresolved emotional trauma. And unfortunately, she picks people at the same emotional capacity, usually, that her parents had. So it's not really possible. This person that you want to to change, this person that you want to meet your needs, it's not possible for them to do so. They don't have the capability to do that. So all of these things, all of these things play together to keep you stuck in toxic cycles. So yes, like self-worth is so very important, right? When you have a high self-worth, you don't tolerate these toxic cycles and I want you to know that these things exist and what is actually happening inside of your brain, inside of your body. Understand yourself. Because until you understand yourself and where you're coming from, until you accept your part in this, until you see how you are helping to create this reality that you are currently living in, you are going to continue to repeat these cycles. And you don't have to. It does not have to be this way. Trauma bonds can be broken. Cognitive dissonance can be broken. You can heal those childhood wounds so that they don't have to play out anymore. These are all things that you can do. And I'm not saying that it's easy because it's not. It's not easy work. But your relationships and who you choose to be your significant other and spend your life with is the most important decision that you are ever going to make. And if you've been in toxic relationships and you're out of them now, don't touch another relationship until you do your healing work. If you are currently in this situation and that's where you're living in and and that's what you're doing, please know that these things are at play, but you can change them. Awareness. Awareness is that first step. If you're experiencing cognitive dissonance really heavily, get a journal and write down every single thing that is actually happening inside of your relationship. Not the fantasy, not the, oh, it's good here. I want you to write down every single bad toxic thing that has happened and see it in black and white. Because that'll start to shift things for you. When you take away that fantasy world and you see what's actually there and you see what you've been dealing with, you'll want to make those moves. When you understand what the trauma bonds are and what's happening and that it's really just hormonal physiological reactions inside of your body, you can start to think of it in a different way and say, I know what's happening here and I'm ready to break this cycle. Get yourself the support you need. Get yourself the help you need to do this. But your life is worth more than a toxic relationship. You deserve the love that you actually want. And it is available to you. It is available to you. It is available to you. So that is going to be it for me today. If this message helped you, please take a screenshot. Let me know that you are listening. Tag me on Instagram at Miss Kelly Kristen. Share it with another sister that needs to hear it. 
I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you soon.